Right, and here we are. Impromptu episode, staycurious.org podcast. Chancellor Curiosity Hakey is speaking, and we have the number one guest so far. His episodes have been downloaded two million times. Uh, Chris Swanson, welcome back. Literally dozens of times. Thank you. Dozens. Glad to, glad it was a couple hundred. Here. couple hundred. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, it, 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 it was, at the time, it was one of the best uh, episodes. Wow, it was. You. Shout out to Aunt Carol. She said she, <laughs> she, said she listened. <laughs> right. So where do we begin? We got uh, you're, you're crashing for the night at uh, Casa de la Heike, and then uh, you're off to where? We got a lot to catch up on. Yeah. So um, I have a mid afternoon flight. I'm going to Europe, uh, starting in Barcelona, and uh, we'll end up in Prague for a couple nights, and then so I'm only gone for a week. Okay. And you say we. Wait, yeah, okay. So when I was in Barcelona in September for work, you know, I'm on the dating apps because I'm addicted. I, I really genuinely think I, I'm, I'm addicted. Uh, so I'm, you know, on the apps. Um, and I actually matched a couple girls and, and they all fell through except for one on my final night. I met this girl from Guatemala who lives in, Jet, in uh, Barcelona. And we go out, we have this amazing night together. We, uh, she takes me out to a birthday party. Uh, uh, one of her friends, we drink, you know, I have a good time. Um, and we just been in constant communication since then. And now, uh, she really wanted me to come back and I thought, what the fuck? Tickets are cheap. Only a couple hundred bucks. Uh, really? Yeah. So I got a place to crash for a few nights and she really wanted, she threw out a couple options. Uh, she wanted to do, uh, Budapest, Prague, or Vienna. She, apparently they have these Christmas markets. I don't know what a Christmas market is. I, is that a thing here? Not that I know of. Okay. I had, uh, I saw something somewhere about it, but I, I don't know what that is. I guess it's just like a little Xmas holiday festival kind of a thing. So she threw out those options. We talked about coming in there. I knew I have the week off between Christmas and New Year's, like work just shuts down. So I wouldn't have to take any vacation time to do it or whatever. So we talked about it then, but the flights were like two grand instead of like this one is like 600 bucks. Uh, so it's just it's like, I don't, do I really want to fly across the world to, to, to meet a girl that I've, I've literally met one time for $2,000? No, yeah, that's for expensive. $600, like, okay. Yeah, that's, that's feasible. <laughs> I like how you escalated. You're like, yeah, it's just a couple hundred bucks. It's a couple hundred times three. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so what, what's, uh, what's her name? Genesis. One more time? Genesis. Spell it. It's the book of Genesis with, but Genesis. Really? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Uh, what app? Bumble. Ah, uh, so I hear it's different. Bumble is specifically different in, in like outside of the U.S. It's a little bit, I don't know. I'm talking to Al though. That, that's Al Miller's, the law realm is the, the source of that. So. Okay. Uh, it worked the exact same way there. Just the, cl- the, 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 the better, it's like better, like it's international women. Like there, it's not the stigma, oh. the, the, the douchiness and the, the ghosting and I don't know. They, again, my, my, my source is Al, so I don't know. Hmm. Well, I mean, that's primary source. Like he's, he's been doing there. He's, he's using it. Uh, yeah. yeah, no, it worked the, the exact same way there as it did here for me. Okay. Um, to put it mildly, I guess. All right. All right. And then, uh, the, the, the one night of magic was that magical, magical. It was phenomenal. And then, so, uh, uh, we were up all night, you know, use your imagination and arts and craft. Arts, yeah. You know, underwater basket weaving and, um, 
my flight left at something like like nine in the morning or whatever. So, um, <laughs> on my taxi ride to the airport, I get my taxi to drop her off at her apartment, <laughs> and uh, you know, was, there's no sleep, and uh, the flight back. I had a connecting flight in New Jersey or Boston or something. And it's a six hour flight, eight, no, cause I'm flying against the wind at that point. So it was something like an eight hour flight and, uh, make it through customs and I'm just tired and gassed, but it's like, cause you know, I'm knocking on my religious door and I just hand all nighter with, with a, with a random and future Miss Watson. Oh God. I already had, I did stopping at my buddy's house on the way here and they're like, well, I don't even want to, I don't want to verbalize it. Yeah. Anyway, um, it turns out I end up getting COVID again. And I'm just like destroyed uh, when I get home, just sick, like on the couch, can't do anything. Um, but yeah, it's, so I'd like, I'm, I don't know, it was worth it. It was, yeah, yeah. It was fun. So it was good. Yeah. yeah. So th- this trip is specifically for her. Uh, yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A good hef- a hefty percentage. Yeah, a good, hef- a good hefty percentage. Like, um, you know, she's my native guide. She speaks Spanish. Uh, her, <laughs> her English is, is phenomenal. My, my Spanish is, no not, bueno. Not um, I've been taking Duolingo for three weeks. I have a 21 day streak. No, I have like a 17 day streak. Um, and you know, it's, it's fun to practice. It's it, like the, the way they gamify it and, uh, uh, make it a, a, a game, um, to, to learn the language is fun, but, uh, it's a lot of repetition, which is what you need to learn, a, learn a language, but it doesn't expand your vocabulary, vocabulary at a very, quick rate so like I, I can't tell you how many fucking times i've said el nino el ni- la nina or like like is it so is it conversational language or is that's it just, the problem it's not it's all this shit like all right like an orange memorize juice, and repeat or, yeah exactly that like itemized like itemized yes that's exactly the way to put it so like not it's not something that i'm really going to be using in a conversational manner when i'm in barcelona tomorrow unfortunately but like i can say like i want to pay the check like yo quiero you want to hit this or no i don't like it Sorry, I didn't mean to perpetrate in the microphone. That's that's just amateur hour. Yeah, that's what this podcast is. Yeah. Okay. So that's my exciting news. Like, I'm. So you're going back. Yeah. A little bit of Spanish. You'll be able to kind of at least try something. And you're going for a week. See. And then come back. See. <laughs> and then uh, are you're, you're so you're mobile now. You you moved out. See. So I'm um <laughs> I'm living in the factory. Uh, which is, it's, it's like at least twice the size of my apartment. So I have so much space for activities. Yeah. Um, did you put your rings in? No, I haven't hung them up yet. But you have them. Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah. I have yeah. my, I have, I have my rings. Um, a sex wing will live on. Nice. I just haven't put it up in the warehouse. I'll have to put it on like some industrial shelving or something. Yeah. But like I've, I've fallen off the wagon hard with my workout routine. Yeah. You look like it. Thank you. I, um, you know, putting on my, putting on the pounds for the winter, you know. Yeah. I can't hibernate, but I can at least appear like an obese bear. There you go. There you go. Like a Midwesterner. Oh, well, that's a broad brush to I paint know, with. I know. I know. Hence the. So, uh, what else? You, you still at the same gig. So, so you got the, the mobility, the autonomy yeah. is good. Yeah. Traveling like you wanted to. Well, uh, so I, I moved out at the end of October. So it's been, a, it's been a month at this point. And some friends want to go to Costa Rica in January. Uh, for a week, and they had, I it, they mentioned like with my liquidity at the moment and the ability to move wherever, like, well, why don't you just stay down there for a month? So I thought that's a great idea. I'm looking at Air, Airbnbs, BRBOs, and and if I can find a place that's near some mountain biking areas, I'm definitely all for it. Yeah, why not? 
Why not? I mean, in your job, are you are you 100% up front with the, the – Oh, kid? yeah. Oh, yeah, they know that you're going to be international man of mystery. They don't give a shit. Like, I could be wherever. One of the guys I work with was telling me that Portugal offers uh, a, a one-year visa – Pretty much no questions asked as long as you make at least $2,000 a year or a year, a month, you know, so like not a lot of money. Yeah. You need to talk to Al about that because that's where he is. He's currently in Tenerife. Um, he's actually coming back the 13th of December for, a, I think, a month and then goes back. But he's been over there. He went in mid-August, I think, and then he came back a month later for a week and then went back. So he's he's over there in Tenerife, and he's working on his boat. And he his his lady friend is going to go over there in January. Ooh. And so he's going to actually be. I mean, he's there. He got his dual citizenship finally. So he's he's a Italian citizen. So his plan is after he comes back for the holiday, go back. I mean, and he's permanently there until he sails across. Like he is there. Like his goal is to get his boat in the water, get it off the hard, get it in the water, do all the repairs. Bum around there and come wintertime, he's going to head up into the Mediterranean or fucking Italy or wherever the fuck he's going to go. But he's not planning on coming back unless it's like an emergency or like once every six months to check in and see with see his moms. So I don't if, you get, if you get to Portugal and like, I mean, he is there there. So I know it's not like a fucking Uber ride there, but like <laughs> if you find yourself in Tenerife or if once he gets mobile. I've never heard the name Tenerife. Is that the on Canary the- Islands. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. So he's still on the Canary Islands. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. But Tenerife is like the main, one of the main islands. In the Canary Islands, that's off the coast of Portugal. Okay, so right he's, there by Morocco and everything. So, how far away is he from sailing the boat? Um, we talked like a couple of weeks ago, and he he had a lot of work, dude. That thing sat for two and a half years. It was a fucking mess when he got there. Like it was covered in dirty as fuck, mold everywhere. So, I mean, to get it kind of, he had a lot of work. So he started farming a bunch out, like getting subcontractors and like the the marina guys to do it. Um, and he started self performing. So, I mean, it's. He, he, his goal is to have it in the water off the hard, like this month or next month, like soon. But cool. it's the, the marina that he's at apparently is that, uh, he doesn't have, they don't have the, all the resources. It's not like a full service marina. So he can only do some of it, but he needs to get some of this other shit done before he starts like going like hard. But it's still seaworthy. He sends me pictures, updates, and he was blogging for a little bit and, you know, how, how he can. And well, he's good, but, but like, he's he's there. He was sleeping on it, like, sleeping in it, like, going to a fucking hotel once once a week, like, to get showered and, like, get normal electricity and stuff like that. But oh, so it's completely it's rural at, at this point, like, no power. Yeah, it's in, like, uh, yeah, in a marina. Like, he, has, he no work on Sundays, like, you know, like, very rudimentary. You know, it's not like... There, nothing is there, but it's very, very limited of what he can do and get done. So he's got phases of what he wants to get done before he starts abusing that thing or kind of optimizing it. But I guess one of the things he wants to get done is like the the full deck and like the b- paint the bottom. Like he said, he showed me this list and I was like, that doesn't seem like fun at all. What like, part of this is, yeah, where does the enjoyment come out of yeah. having a boat? Fuck and, that, and he sent yeah. me photos like of all like the, cause he took like $15,000 of like, electronics and like basically gutted the old old brain out i remember and you put new shit yeah, in there and he, he wanted was, to put a new toilet in and he said that was thousands of dollars or something well, he, he, he he i think part of his trip coming back in this month when he goes back to uh goes back in january and he he's asked if i come he's like will i bring a toilet like as a part of my carry-on <laughs> <laughs> like it's like 
first of all, like how I didn't know that was, I, I didn't know you could do is that, that. Is that how you asked that question? Yeah. It's like, yeah. Will you bring me a toilet? And well, it's he, not and like he you're smuggling drugs, but like, <laughs> but he showed it to me and he was like, it, I mean, it's a legit, like you could take it, you could take it, uh, as a, a carry on. Like it's that collapsible, I guess. So. Enjoy going through the TSA with that. Yeah. You know, those high school dropouts are going to be very confused. Yeah. They're like, wait, what? So, no, but he, he, he's good. He's got a lot, you know, uh, I'm excited to see him. I think he's going to pull like a same trick. He comes in like on the 12th or 13th and he's going to stay here for a night. We'll wrap up and, uh, wrap and then he's going to go back and, and spend time with his mom and all that other good stuff, man. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. exciting. Yeah. That's exciting. Um, I'm jealous. I would, I would love it to be a part of that, but I hate boats. Um, buddy got me this video game called Subnautica where it's underwater and you're on this alien planet and it's like, you know, glow in the dark, um, creatures, I can't remember what they call it, bioluminescent and all kinds of shit. And then all of a sudden this giant, giant whale sized shark will come and eat by you. It's terrifying. It's fucking absolutely terrifying and it's a video game it's a video game on your phone no 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 like on a computer with like headphones on and like the controller and all that nonsense and um i i have thalassophobia fear of deep water and you know i'm sure part of that is the inability to swim but this game like is is the most terrifying experience i've ever had really it's awful 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 and it's a pc only um i don't know that uh, he got it for me on the on the PC as like a Christmas gift. All right, um, but it's it's beautiful. Like the graphics are amazing, and like so you'll be in this this uh, tropical shallow sea when the sun's up, and uh, um and and then you'll just be diving along with your flippers, and then the seafloor will just drop off a cliff, and the the deeper you go down, the darker it gets because there's less hot sunlight. Yeah, and all of a sudden things are growling all around you, and the the volumes bouncing off the cliffs and it's just a nightmare and you're getting so you're getting triggers and trauma from a video yeah game. yeah <laughs> yeah i mean but how privileged of a life do i live that i get all my trauma hey. comes from video games hey i know exactly the way they where they came from uh staring at a screen and playing video games um hmm. and will i do anything about it no keep playing the game yeah yeah no. That's, such is life right we just keep playing all right that's keep, looking keep for pulling, my, the, pulling the lever pulling the fucking lever that's what my player too <laughs> so uh what else that's enough about me how about you i'm good man uh life is good wrapping up 2022 feel good in third going on a third year in cleveland god well, damn it's coming up on three february yeah because yeah. you popped in on my birthday and yeah. mid beginning of february peanut butter whiskey has just yeah. been a nightmare ever since screwball screw that yeah but good it's uh good man i mean I'm still here. You see the view. You see you see what I'm doing here. Uh, restaurant is good. Uh, meeting Clevelanders. Met a lot, a lot of cool people, a lot of interesting people. The West Bank is, I uh, feel like a part of the community-ish. So that's a good versus just being a stranger with a mask, you know? Is there a strong community here on the West Bank? Uh, maybe just like at the bars, you know, just like the all the locals that I've met, you know, like when I was fostering puppies and whatnot. Mm. I mean, I met Dave and Tiffany. I mean, that's part of them. I mean, they're yes, here at the me. bars yeah. and, uh, their neighbor, Karen, I mean, is a woman that got me into the foster program. So besides seeing him at the bars, see him, I see him at the restaurant now, like my neighbor here, Bill, like he, he comes in all the time. I remember the first time I met him like at the restaurant. And then three weeks later I saw him in the hall. I was like, ah, oh, fuck. Why does that guy look familiar? Next time I passed him, I was like, Hey, by the way, did you, 
were you in this restaurant a couple of weeks ago? And he's like, yeah. He's like, how was it? And he's like, oh, it was good. I'm like, yeah, I served you your food. And I remembered like the verbatim, the conversation and, and, and the, basically his meal. And, uh, I'm like, oh, what are you doing? He was like, I just moved here. I'm like, cool. And it's like that conversation you're walking with someone and they start walking in the right direction. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, uh, is this conversation going to end? Right. Like, yeah, yeah. Okay. And then there's like, it, it, it can pause and you expect to go left or right. And then we're still going down the fucking hallway. <laughs> and it's like, are you coming over to my house, dude? <laughs> and he's like, no, I just moved in right next door. <laughs> he literally is like right here. That's funny. Yeah. So, uh, no, it, it's good. Good. Um, got a new gig. I'm going to start, uh, start a new endeavor with, uh, come mid, mid December. That's going to be, uh, looking forward to that. Um, PM? Uh, kind of going into the logistics arena with, a uh, Matt. You know, Matt. Do I know Matt? You met uh, when we were at uh, Wink and Lizard that one Saturday. Uh, you bite down. You've met him a couple times. You bite down? No, you bite. You you hit me up when we uh, on that Saturday or Sunday. He and I were out, and you were like, "Hey, what are you doing?" And you biked. You were out. Riding oh, I your bike. biked out. Oh, I thought you said uh, you bite down. No, you like, bite. <laughs> I you, don't. You you rode your bike. But so anyways, uh, it's logistics, freight brokering, and kind of like taking, taking the PM skills and going to apply them to something else. And I'm actually pretty pumped because I did a lot of that at my previous firm, like moving equipment and machinery. So like dealing with brokers, getting it across the country. And, you know, so there's elements that I'm familiar with. But, yeah, I'm fucking. Cool. Congrats. It'll be kind of the same thing a couple couple months in the office, and if it all goes well, then, you know, it'll be like autonomous and a little bit of remote freedom. So I kind of feel like, you know, I, I talked to Matt about this, and I'm sure you and I could, you can aspire and understand this. Like, I feel like that whole transition from San Diego to come here was, like, designed to be, like, a year here and see if Cleveland is mm. worth an anchor permanently mm -hmm. like you know succulent roots if you will and then be able to go elsewhere because Sandy, i was just bored of san diego i still wanted the sunshine but i i you know that, that i planned that for a year and a half dude i mean i i didn't plan like it wasn't impulsive like oh i got to go to cleveland it was 2018 or 2019 i was like basically a nomad in san diego i just was visiting boston new orleans cleveland and then we came here, and then the fucking pandemic happened. So now I feel like this year three is actually year, year one. Like, it's getting to the point where this should have happened the first year I was here. Having the the comfortability, the, the finances to work by yourself, work for yourself, be nomadic, and be traveling as much as you fucking can. So Perfect. Yeah, yeah. The foster puppies have been cool. But you want to hear something really fucked up and sad? No. Okay. Um. So the new job will allow you to, tra to just travel at your leisure? Not at leisure right, right away um, because there is a lot of learning that I have to do, like a lot, like in terms of like the specifics of their industry um, and, and the freight. It's very time sensitive, uh, very, very uh, got to be very responsive. So there's a lot of like just I'd say probably three to four months maybe at least of just grind, 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 grind. Mm. And, and then ultimately, you know, I mean, it is – something that can be mobile so it is a like i said i'm pumped dude like i haven't had that the the contracts the short-term gigs i've had here it was just legitimately for the fucking paychecks like straight up like i you know getting either fired from them or not having it work out it was like legitimately i'm looking back i was just like i was just doing it for the money like and that was like i i, I wasn't like 
after the two years of, you know, the 18 months of partying and fucking off in Cleveland, like I wasn't like, it's like getting lazy from the gym. I, my mental was not there. Mm. So I got flushed out or it just wasn't a fit or it was written or not a good fit or just taking a paycheck. And I feel after working in the restaurant for six months and kind of physically getting into a routine and mentally kind of being around socializing people, it's like, okay, I, I, you know, ready to go back to the big world, you know, big boy world, you know, the restaurant industry is cool, but it's also, it's, it's not something that I'm, I, I it's too much socializing to me. Wow. Okay. That's a surprising comment to make. Like it's, it's too much small chit chat, like at the bar restaurant. It's okay. like, it's, it's not just enough depth to it. Yeah. It, like I can't, it's very difficult to get to know people. Like I understand the process. It's like you come in, sit your ass down, tell me some information. I'm going to give you some food and then you're going to give me some fucking money next. And we're going to small chit chat in between that. Like it's a good thing, but it's also for me taxing. Like five days is. No, yeah, I, I want no part of that. <laughs> it's fun, but it, it's it's also like. Uh, yeah, no, I could see that being uh, overwhelming. Like from a, it's, it's exhausting. It's, yeah, if you if you if that if that kind of stuff doesn't intrinsically reward you, like that's mm, not for me. But. And then there's elements of it that are cool. Um, but the like the owners that I work for are very, very lovely people, very cool restaurant. Like I wouldn't work at a bar. Like we close at ten. If we were open any later, I wouldn't want to be doing this. Like that's the cool part. It's a restaurant that serves really good drinks. So if it was the opposite, I would be like, nah, I don't know if I would be doing this this long, you know? Mm. And limoncello dessert was delicious. Yeah. But what, uh, one of the, 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 one of the fun things that I'm, and I'm actually glad to hear to talk to you about just to get it verbalized. It's like the amount of, of people, like you and I have talked about this, like when we went on that trip to West Virginia and fucking, when you had your whole license debacle, like people, Tragic. people are animals. Like when we went to Incubus, like, Oh yeah, those crowds. Those crowds are terrible. Horrible. It was just like, look at this. Look at us, but like, look at all these lovely creatures. Uh, Like the like the word you used, I think, was pageantry of those of the like (laughs) the mullets, the mullets, the t-shirts that literally read like "fuck your face." Yeah. Or the best one though was that I'm sorry, princess. I only fuck crack whores or something. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's just astounding. Like. People were dressing with the intention of of fucking with someone. Yeah, like, did you not get enough hugs as a child? No, no, no. Or or where where did you park your home? Is where I want to know. Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> Just the trash. Or the the remember the girl at security trying to get in and. <laughs> The bag with the bag, and the security's like, you can't bring that in. And she just had a meltdown. Like, why are you yelling? At me? Like, get out of public, please. Just, just go home. Just crawl in a hole. Yeah, yeah. But with don't the, make more of you. So there's that at the you know the customer service side of being in a restaurant because I've never been exposed to that. I've always been on the opposite side, like been paying, the customer, yeah. <laughs> yeah. the customer, etc. And it's like to to kind of see the lens that I have. It's interesting, dude. I tell you what. I mean, a lot of people uh, just uh, lack basic manners. I think, like, it's just self-absorption. It really is. Our society I, is just so self-absorbed. I, but I, that is accurate for like more modern. I guess it's like a sixty-forty split. But I think there's like a lot of people that just were not taught basic manners, like adults, like old people, boomers. Like they just lack that common courtesy of. 
being served like look, know your surroundings like i don't know like i said it's i don't know i i've seen absent-mindedness across all i do it too i i've got to admit that i i'm just as guilty but it's so frustrating just trying to navigate anything in life and people not getting the fuck out of their way or knowing that you're coming when like just like um we're doing anything with any in, in 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 public outside, like if you're going for a run on the street or on like a sidewalk or on a bike path, um, people are just their headphones are in, their heads down, they're not paying attention to what's around them, not realizing you're still in public and you still have that requirement to know what's around you, like be be cognizant of your surroundings. It drives me up the wall. It, yeah, it, like no situational awareness, I guess. None. Um, but then it's like. When you look at people sitting at the table and watch, like the amount of people all, across all ages, it's not like the millennial Gen X or boomers. It's the people that come in and just the, the, the technology, this appendage that we have with the phone is like constant in face. Like some people are just there regulars. I've seen that like they don't even talk. They just like come and like stare with at their phones with each other. Oh, yeah. Um, speaking of that, like, so I had a good bike crash a couple weeks ago. I was out with the buddies and I was hot dogging my, my, um, rear, I messed up my rear brake. So I, I didn't have rear brakes. If you get another beer, I'll take one. Yeah. Thanks. And, um, hot dogging it, come over a hill and they were, they were stopped where they shouldn't be. So I went to hit the brakes and only the front brake engaged, which flipped me shit over the handlebars and, I end out and I use, I use my face as the brake. And of course I scratched my brand new glasses. Um, uh, and got a, a little bit of road rash on, on my face. Gracias. I thought you were going to go Yeah, no. No, I can't nice grow facial hair. <laughs> no, it's still, still a naked face, baby. Uh, baby face. Uh, but like I, I also jammed my thumb pretty good. And this was like three weeks ago and that's starting to come together. But you know, using our your our appendages with our technology like you're saying like it sucks i can't text yeah. or anything so you're you're a limp chimp yeah story of my life yeah. but cheers again my man good to see you always a pleasure thank you for having me thank you, thank you. thanks for the, thanks cores for this banquet <laughs> for this feast um, a banquet with my boy Oh God! Last Thursday night, I was drinking with you as a was the Incubus concert, and that was a horrendous hangover. Yeah, that was not good at all. Oh God, I was hurting so bad the next day. Um, I don't even remember. I watched the last half of that show from the woods. Because <laughs> <laughs> remember, I ate I ate the, I ate the psilocybins. Uh, yeah, yeah. And it was like halfway through. I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna creep into the back it's like homer simpson in that <laughs> the meme bush. where he just like disappears <laughs> in the bush yeah or in the hedge yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, i li- literally like i took a photo and i was like oh this is gonna sound awesome like i was in the woods listening to the show i'm like i want to i want to memorize this like i want to share this with everybody this is awesome i took this pic and i looked at it like the next morning i'm like oh yeah i did not record any of that <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like it was just like a dark dark it's like a, a dark, dark like you setting. you the like, lens cap on. Yeah. yeah. It was horrible. I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. It's amazing that we found each other, too. Like, just yeah. serendipitous. And I just remember being down and as far down the hill as I could go, just rocking out and realizing you weren't behind me or to the side or anything. So <laughs> all it was was just trash to the left and to the right. It's like it was an incubus concert, too. It wasn't like, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. 
So I ended up at Blossom like two weeks later. Oh God! To see uh, Wu Tang and Nas. Oh, okay. Yeah, that with Eric Marsh. Yeah, it was cool. It was a better experience. The show was cool uh, because they had a stage and it was like Nas and Wu Tang like doing 15, 20 minute sets at a time, and they just had two big screens. So it wasn't like one act went on for two hours and then a break. It was Nas opened 15, 20 minutes, and then Wu Tang came out, did a couple things. And then at the end of the night, it was like basically. I've never seen a concert like that. It That's was cool. cool. Yeah, yeah, it was very cool. Wu Tang kind of did their their classics. The only thing that sucked is obviously, uh, Old Dirty Bastard couldn't make his appearance, but Method Man <laughs> wasn't fucking there. So that like made like that was like part of the whole last minute, you know, reason I wanted to go is you know to kind of see. I wanted to see both. I've seen Nas before, but it was like I've never been to a rap concert. It's they're fun when they're at that those big of his shows. You know, I think I mentioned that on the ride out there is like I went to Blossom. My one of my first shows at Blossom was the 1996 Smoking Grooves tour, and it was like Nas, Fuji's, Buster Rhymes, Cypress Hill, Tribe Called Quest, Ziggy Marley, all in one bill, and it was like the first hip hop arena show because at the time hip hop was all. The, I think Al Gore or Tipper Gore were doing their thing about oh putting parental advisory yeah. stickers so it still on had CDs. A stigma to it. Wow. Yeah. Oh, the good old days. Yeah, right? When you had physical media in your hands. Right. Um, what was your first album that you ever bought? Uh, I don't remember the first album because I had cassettes. No, okay. No, the, I say album as in like disc, cassette, whatever. Like mine my was first a cassette. CD. My no. first CD. Cause I had, well, I had cassettes. Like I had like legit cassettes. Like I bought like Beastie Boys and no, you know, Fat Boys. And, Boys. Like no. all, I bought a bunch of rap and hip hop in the 80s, but I don't remember my first one. But I do remember my first CD. That was Bobby Brown. Humped like Bobby. And I was like, <laughs> awesome. It's like when we lived in uh, that house in Madison. By the tracks? Mm-mm. That was Painesville, Madison. Oh, was it in Pennsville? Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was it was fucking awesome, dude. I remember it. My my it mom. Was it was a Baker Road or whatever. Yeah. And uh it was yeah. What about you? Uh Green Day Dookie. That's a good one. Yeah. That's a classic. Yeah. That's a great one. That's a very good classic. Bought it with my own money in fourth grade. Do you so, still have it? Uh probably. Yeah, no, actually I do because when I was moving a month ago, um, I opened up a box full of shit that I I just stashed in the corner. Guess how long I was in that apartment? Uh, here in Tremont? Yeah. Four and a half years? Five years. That's a yeah. great, great guess. Great All guess. Right. Yeah, so I am. Um, I had a couple boxes that I just shoved in the corner of the closet. Never did anything with, and um, it must have been shit that Ma held on to while I was in New Zealand and stuff and whatever, and I brought it along with me, and I had my CD books in there, in the one, so I have tons of CDs. Nice. Nice. Which is great when, like, the internet's down. Yeah, 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 yeah. I I had, I did my best to, to hold on to those. Uh, as long as I could. And then when I think Google Play was still around, you could upload shit into their database. So, like, you can upload your own music. So I had iTunes originally. Mm. Well, well I, I had an iTunes account, mm. bought a bunch of shit, mm. and then all the MP3s and shit that I had burned in college that were, like, 
rare mixes like Napster, LimeWire. Yeah, yeah. I had on Burn Disc, so I actually put that into iTunes, imported iTunes into Google Play, and I got like 90% of my library. But then after I got that, it all digitized. I fucking got rid of everything. Like, I don't, like, I have, like, maybe 10 CDs. That, but well, I, got, like, I mean, like, lap, do laptops even come with CD-ROMs anymore? Like, uh-uh. How are you supposed to play? I don't, my car has a CD player. I've never put anything in it. I never, in my in my truck, I had one. I never put Well, to me, like, my, when my one brother got married, he made all of his groomsmen mixtapes. <laughs> Actual cassettes? No, no, CDs. Okay. He burned us all CDs. That would be cool. Yeah. That would be fucking rad. Yeah. That, I just saw uh, one of my buddies send me a video today, and it was like uh, the, this group of friends. Like they'll get a big ass house in the middle of nowhere. It's like okay, it sounds like the cabin every week, every summer we get. Yeah, yeah. Like there's like a like ten or fifteen of them, but they started doing um, like pseudo uh, corporate getaways, and so they actually have swag, and they have to sign like fake NDAs. Everyone does powerpoints, and like it's just like literally like a corporate retreat. <laughs> Like there's like a day that's like all PowerPoint presentations. Oh my God. I'm gonna have to share that with Quail. So we like that's 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 awesome. Every year we get this this cabin down in Hawking, and uh, this this coming year will be our tenth tenth year. Yeah, and uh, damn, yeah, uh, and so it's gonna be a three night affair. Whereas normally it's just the weekend, and uh, <laughs> we were joking that this being like a momentous 10 year anniversary, we start, we got to invite all the people who like don't come anymore. Like, <laughs> there's like been divorces. There's been breakups. There's been all kinds of drama, like terrible stuff. So like, we're, we're going to invite everyone that ever attended kind of a thing. Oh yeah. And that's where like PowerPoint and shit would be perfect. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, what would you call it? Like the shunned? The like- shunned. <laughs> like you, you like, yeah, just call it the shunning. Like <laughs> that would be awesome. It would be so fun. And I think this year we're going to be a little bit closer, which is funny. Like, so we finally, we, we talk about every year how we, like a two nights isn't enough. And we go all the way down to Hawking Hills where we're, when we started, we were doing like kayaking trips and, and hiking and like doing all the cool stuff down there. Now we just go down there for a weekend. We'd never leave the cabin. We just get fucked up. Just hang out. We've gone to pool last few years. Like it's a good time. It's always a great time, but. Um, so now this year that we're finally extending it to a third night, you think we would keep the far departure and, and go away. Now we're moving like up to Akron at Portage Lakes. Oh, that's even better though. Yeah. I mean, in a way that's optimizing it. I mean, you get a longer time at the, 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 the place. You don't have to drive as far back. So that's, that's ways out. That yeah, pen, that pencils out. I do love that. I do love this corporate retreat idea because every yeah. year we do a we do a different theme, like like stupid, like superheroes or whatever the fuck. Yeah. Do, and, do uh, it. Do do it. Do the shunning, man. Do, do the like shunning. That. The corporate retreat shunning. <laughs> I love it. Everyone's got to give a ten minute PowerPoint presentation. You got to get like they had like I'll send you the 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 Instagram or whatever. It was like they had fake NDAs, they had PowerPoints, they had swag made, like corp, like hats, pens, like a logo. Like it was all corporately done. And you started like seeing like snippets of like what they were talking about and what they were going over. And it was just complete bullshit. <laughs> it was hilarious. Perfect. Yeah. 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 That's perfect for this crowd. The, my, my, my old buddies in San Diego, we used to go do that. Uh, we go on ski trips. And uh, it, it was awesome. We've been to a bunch of cool places. I've been on about like maybe half, like five out, five out, of, five out of nine, five out of ten. 
but we'd go to Tahoe or Park City or oh, fancy, you know, like Idaho or some shit like that. Yeah, it was cool. Oh, when I go with Seabird and Quail, we go to Peak and Peak. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, what is that? Finley Lake. <laughs> <laughs> last year, and we always go in January. And uh, last year we went, and my brother Mike was going to join us, and at holiday, and drove all the way out, and like, and which is like a three-hour drive from here. Somewhere in there, four maybe, and uh, like twenty minutes away from the departure, his car blew up, or from the from the arrival, his car blew up. So he gives me a call. No. It's like, dude, I'm on the side of the freeway. No. <laughs> oh man. So he called. He got he got uh, a the tow truck driver to pick him up, taking him to some shit splat little town in BFE, New York, and he made it out to us like a like a rock star. How long? How much later? Uh, you lost a couple hours on the first day. Okay. That's, dude, I was like thinking about like when I hear stories like that or like, you know, thinking about like when I took a cross country trip with Al a couple years ago, or just all the traveling I've done, like driving, like long trips, like, like going to fucking West Virginia, like that week with you guys, like if we didn't have our phones, like none of that would have been possible. Like we wouldn't, I, I'm not that inclined. Like I would just drive Till I'm like, this looks safe. I'll stay here. <laughs> like, no, like as long as there's like a cores or something like a bed, like I'm that simple. Like I wouldn't be able to like navigate and be like, hey, is your first word a cores? As long as there's a cores or a bed, yeah, like a beer, like a be- like Trulies or Seltzers or something. Like just booze. Like I'm very simpleton in that manner. Like, like I'm not gonna go. Like half the time I get into shit around here, it's like I'm googling something. It's like my lack of direction or my sense of direction is just garbage. Like I'm just like line of sight type of dude. Fair enough. Like, like you, I'll meet a local or like you had, they could give me the best directions. Like what is it as the, what is the, uh, what's the North, Southeast, West, West compass. Yeah. Like those types of directions, like cardinal directions, cardinal directions. Yeah. Or you can give me the fucking local directions. It does not matter. I will not get there. <laughs> well, I remember vividly uh, a couple of years ago when I was working downtown, right on East Ninth and in Superior. I was walking somewhere, um, like I saw I'm in East Ninth Superior, and I hear these two girls like, "So there's supposed to be a lake around here somewhere." <laughs> so just look over your right fucking shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> Like, are you kidding? Ah, oh, I gotta, gotta stop laughing at that because that's me. Like, <laughs> I'd be like, oh, I heard there's water, Lake Erie. Just there, like the, the direction of the lake there. Yeah, I heard there was a. Have you seen the Cuyahoga River? <laughs> Can you tell me where that is? Well, that's a little bit harder to see, especially downtown. Like, I still haven't seen it. No, like never. Have you dipped a toe in it? It's tragedy. No, I don't even. I, I, I maybe this is it. No, I can't be right. <laughs> um, with your when, like when you travel, going back to that, like kind of, are you? Do you get around, or do you have? <laughs> what kind of question <laughs> is this? Besides bumbling, I so yeah. Okay, guys, sorry. Go Let's <laughs> go on. No, like, do you get around? Like, are you good at like the like when you were in New Zealand? Did you com- compared to now how you travel? Like, do, or, and do you have like the international? Ability to like get around on your phone or do yeah, you... so I my phone plan allows me to uh, I don't have to change anything. It works internationally the same way as it would in here, which is cool. Like data wise or yeah. just yeah, Wi Fi. Who do you have? It's Google. Ah, um, yes. Yeah, but it's so like all right. So a little plug for Google there, but fuck Google because 
so I did this month. Uh, I moved a month ago. Didn't have an internet connection. So I was using my phone as a daisy chain. And my phone, like my data plans on this tier thing where you pay 10 bucks for the first gig and 10 bucks for the next gig, gig da, 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 up to six gigs past that. The, their advertising is, it's, it, it's free at that point. You use all the data you want. Except I come to learn that once you hit that 15 gig threshold, it caps you at your speed. And that shit, you can't look at an Instagram post. What? It, it, it takes five minutes to load. It, so it, it, if you do that on day three of your 30 month bill, um, your schedule, your, your, you're fucked. So what kind of phone do you have? It's a Google Pixel 6 and it sucks. This is the worst you, phone I've ever had. I hate this phone. You, I can't, you can't wait. get out of it. Well, I mean, I'm, I, I bought it and I pay a monthly, um, so you're in a, in a contract. Uh, not a contract, but I'm paying the month, the phone off monthly. Uh, and I still got, I don't know, I owe like $300 on a $900 phone or is something. It, is it dual SIM though? It doesn't have a SIM. You can't put anything in it? Like any I external don't stuff? <laughs> I don't know. Cause Al, Al actually had to go through that kind of similar thing. Cause he was, te- you know. I just want a new phone. I just fucking hate it. Like the, the buttons, it's just not, resp- I hate this, I hate this phone. Yeah. Cause he was looking at Google, the, the, the Google Fi. Getting a Google, now we so have that's a, what I have the Google Fi. The service is pretty good. Like I get it, it's pretty good. Uh, but like that data cap thing really pissed me off. That's what he was saying because like it's data is so expensive over there. Like just the combination of like he ultimately got a phone that has like a dual SIM where he could put it in where it's like a, a, the international plan and then he can keep his existing. And then he got a Google Voice number, so it's going to the same no matter what, whether it's Wi-Fi, international data, or home data, whatever the fuck it is. So mm. like. I want one of those phones. On, so Thanksgiving, how was your Thanksgiving? I was good. I beat up my my nephew and was in. I was asleep by eight thirty. Designed a food coma. Um, and how old is your nephew? Uh, eight. Oh, so he deserved it. Oh yeah, fuck yeah. He's related yeah. to me. Of course he is. <laughs> so Thanksgiving, Mama T comes over. I hosted. I did everything. Which oh, was fucking rad. Uh, first time that she got to sit on her ass and do nothing. So that was like pleasant and like very fun for me to do. Um, but we watched Tropic Thunder <laughs> afterwards and there's the, uh, the, there's a scene where they go to the jungle the first time and get dropped off. I, I just want one of those fucking global positioning phones, like legitimately one of the ones that has that thing that like folds out. Like that's just big. Do you know what I'm saying? Like I'd like rather have, yeah, it, it's a GPS phone. Like, I want one of those so I could just use it to call people versus having this thing like that would be if this was like G like I could get it anywhere I would literally just be doing this everywhere versus having this big like a uh, switchblade phone to just tuck away and just use to call people. Oh yeah, that is what it is. Like so, this time tomorrow when I'm in Europe, um, I don't have to change anything. I'll be able to text and call and stuff all the same. So um, the joke has been that if this girl's just lead me on so that my body can be sold on the black market, like harvest my organs and my kidneys and shit. Um, and this is my last will testaments on this fucking podcast of yours. That's going to be a priceless podcast. I, well, I, yeah, I guess <laughs> like not many people are going to give a shit, but oh yeah, we'll play it at your funeral. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> we'll play it at your, your King Bear Memorial. <laughs> the second one. Oh. Oh, that's too dark. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. My bad. Yeah. I got a little pitch black there. Oh, it, yeah. Anyway, sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, so hopefully I survive my trip. You will. You're, you're a resilient guy. 
Yeah, I haven't died yet. You know, t- touch wood. There's not any wood. Yeah, right. Um, what else, my guy? I mean, we we I think we've been going for maybe half hour, almost an hour, maybe. What? I don't know. What time did we start? It was like eleven. It was like eleven thirty ish. Eleven twenty five. I don't know. I I didn't even wind my watch. I don't, yeah, this is an. You anchor. have to. Well, no, it's not. It's um uh motion or whatever. So there's no battery. I haven't worn in a week. Oh, so you just gotta. I just gotta set. Yeah, just you know, do a little of this and that's like. You know what time it is. <laughs> yeah. 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 Just touch it. <laughs> have you uh, speaking about that? Because I like it's. I have the same watch. Well, similar watch, <laughs> but it's just analog. Like, do you get into the tech that to wear? Like, no, this is just this is simply a watch. No, I know that is, but like, what are what are your thoughts? Like, have you ever toyed with the idea of like getting an iWatch or? Oh no, or, I have no urge. I don't understand really. Like, I, you always have your phone on you. Like, when do you not have your phone on you? Yeah. Uh, and so, like, what's well, the do you purpose? have your phone in your pocket? I don't. Uh, it's probably on your counter. Let's it's see. on your counter. Let's see if I text you right now something clandestine. Like, hey. Then I'll then I'll hear it and I'll, I can wander over and look. <laughs> No, I, I wouldn't wear it. Either. I don't, I don't like, so my brother Mike is, is, um, he's an Iron Man. He does like all kinds of endurance races and, and really ridiculous shit. And he's got a watch that like measures his heart rate and like does all kinds of like, so that's cool. Like that's useful. Like he uses it for, you can tell him like his lap time in the pool and stuff. Well, yeah, that's what I'm asking. Like you get like the, I, the, the new Samsung watches and the, the Apple's like they do everything. It's like oxygen levels, BPM, like BMI, like it does everything for you, like including like notify you when you're getting like bumble messages. Like, well, I'll, cause I'll be getting the bumble on my phone. Like, but you don't do, do you do you as a person like regardless like do you pay attention to those metrics no at all like you're saying your brother is Iron Man and like it's important to him but like that scale of like people performing at peak athletes and like doing oh, that type I of shit it versus worked like, out and so we did um on Thanksgiving we did the turkey trap in in Painesville that's the first time I put my running shoes on in two months yeah no what I is it five k yeah How, what'd you run it in. 28 minutes that's pretty good no uh, come on no not not compared to where i was like, okay and what's your best one 1930 for five yeah that was a, that was a fluke i just i was i was cooking it was that was a great day um yeah normally i'm like a 21 minute kind of guy it, right. it on a good day what about, a really uh, good day so the the, the turkey trot in painesville like more twenty three minute man. What? Who did you do that with? My brother Mike. And then, is this like an annual? Sport? Oh yeah. Well, we for you know because the last few years I've been living here in Cleveland, we would do the downtown Cleveland one, and uh, which starts at like City Hall and uh, just runs around, which is cool. But it always just gets stupidly packed, like thousands of people. And it's uh, last year, maybe it was the year before, it was like. 12 degrees it was just freezing really yeah so when they when and and did that for that specific race you're saying like there's so many people did they did they phase it where they had like the, the no it's just one big clusterfuck and they and, didn't like start like the runners up front versus that's like, what they like well like normally like the like the guys that like are going to be competitive they are at the front that's just how that works but there's so many diff- like at this race just um the other day there's a there was someone with a cane 
that was in front of me. There was a, someone with a, a stroller. It's just like, and I understand it's good that people are out there and it's good that they're doing it or whatever. But if you're in a race, like get in the fucking back with the walkers. If you're going to be slow off the start, but it goes back to that self-absorption thing. Like they, 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 they're there. Like they know that they're part of it. They don't have any sense of, of what's happening around them. They just want to be a part of the event. Yeah. And that, I saw that I did a half a marathon in San Diego and I did a bunch of five K's and it was the same thing. It was like the one though, the one of uh marathon I did, they did put all the fucking fast people up front. They had like the, the, the concrete painted. It's like, this is serious. And then like lazy people in the back. Yeah. It's just fine. This is the way it should be. Like get the fuck out of the way. If if you're not going to be taking it seriously. Yeah. And the the funny part though, is like you talk about the people in the canes and like the people that don't take it serious. Like I'm all for that. Like that's good for you. That's really good for you. Get in the back of the bus. Yeah. (laughs) Seriously. Like get it all the way in the back. Like you should have your own start time at like noon when the race is done. You know, did you ever do a uh, like a tough mutter or like I've done like yeah Spartan not, races or anything yeah like I've that? done a couple actually I think I'm wearing a t-shirt out of one yeah I'm doing, <laughs> I'm doing <laughs> it's, which one is this it's Bone Frog it's put on by Navy Seals okay it's, bo- re- it's really cool it, I mean it's like it's the obstacle course race um, I did two of these and the one was at a ski resort in in Western New York I can't remember it was like Rose or Friendship or some stupid town name. And you would run up a ski hill, do a couple of like pull ups or whatever, like whatever the, the events would be, like run through tires and all that kind of shit. Then run down a ski slope, do a bunch of events, and then run up a ski slope and do a bunch of events. And How many was, miles total? This was a 10 miler. So that's basically like a tough mutter. Oh, sure. Like yeah. whatever the, whatever the brand name is. Yeah, yeah exactly. Exactly. Like it's, uh, tough mutter, Spartan. Well, Spartan, I don't know how the duration, but like, the tough mutter and the like, what you say, bone frog? Yeah, That's the the shtick with this one is that it's put on by Navy SEALs. It's, it's similar military background of like, but where we did it in Cali, it was in a there was a, a ski hill. It was at a ski resort at Big Bear, a snow summit, and so there was an eighteen hundred foot elevation change. We ran yeah, that's what I'm, six and a half miles up and then four and a half back. So that's the same same exact thing, but it was like miserable miserable it it was cool to do it like i jogged the entire time <laughs> like i wasn't trying to be fucking like gladiator like spartan race like i put a team together of like 10 guys which was cool and we tried to stay together but it was like five thousand people did it you know the the obstacles would get bottlenecked it was fun yeah um, yeah that's the with the the one we did the first one we did this is my buddy joel and i and I remember uh, the first obstacle was this like uh, telephone pole that was in front of you at like chest height and you had to run and jump over it. And this dude, he, he hit it and at his like nipple line and just bounced right back. Like just. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 no. Like he, he was supposed to like get over this thing. Um, this bar, it's like, like so enough of a jump slash push up kind of a thing to get over this thing and he just bounced right off of it couldn't oh, oh he could get over it you mean yeah he could not get over it yeah some of those like that's the the cool part of those events 
where like some of these obstacles were like really really cool and it was cool to train for it it was cool to see like i i get the the the, the excitement you know the, the the camaraderie of it but some of them i was like i'm good dude i was like swimming in water that was like runoff water from ski slopes so it was like 70 degrees in the air but the water was frigid yeah and six of the 820 obstacles were were water based you know and the last obstacle was called electric shock therapy oh is that with the dangling wires oh bro covered in mud soaking wet my i remember like seeing it and there's like dosa key sponsored so i'm like we get a free beer as soon as we cross the finish line like i'm seeing the finish line and i'm like fuck yeah and then i'm like w-. it's like three hours later i'm fucking dazed confused wet like uh, i just i want it done mm-hmm. see the finish line and then i see this obstacle and it's just like wood but like then it's like fuzzy and you start putting it together and it's like there's that obstacle. That's why they made you sign the death waiver. <laughs> like like basically you can die. There's wires hanging down up to 10,000 volts going through this. This is like the first year Tough Mudder came out. I'm running through. I'm bobbing and weaving through like a little mud pit. It's only like the big like 10 by 12. Dude, I remember like getting to the end and like getting stung by like little jelly being, like jellyfish. And then – I'm get like two feet from the end, Chris, and I'm like getting ready to get out. I'm like, this is awesome. And then I wake up and I'm face first in the fucking mud. <laughs> <laughs> like, and my, my buddy Brian, his, his fiance at the time was filming at the finish line and I got zapped in the fucking neck coming out at the last second fucking lights go off it's like if you pull the plug on the tv it was literally i was running and it was just like don't tease me bro yeah yeah. literally literally and i just face first in the mud like bounce up and like stumble across the finish line like he didn't suffocate in the mud (laughs) (laughs) yeah but it was like legitimately like i i don't even remember i would just remember like running and like i got this and then next thing i know i'm like why am i face first like i guess i'm still got to run that's that's the midwestern part of you where you're like oh sorry yeah. <laughs> instantly apologizing for like yeah. thinking you've inconvenienced someone <laughs> sorry i didn't mean to get tased bro uh, okay. so was that your only bone frog no i did two of them um i've done a couple other obstacle courses uh the first one we did we dressed up and this like cheetah, like, you know, you know, people like wear costumes and shit to them. So we decided we were going to do that, me and the buddies. And, uh, this was in New Zealand. So this was a long time ago. And we got a bunch of that leopard print material. We just made like cavemen costumes <laughs> and by like, and it was like you said, uh, like mud everywhere. So like by the first like half a mile down the road, we're just caked in mud and just like dragging it. With, it was just. That was not a good idea for costumes, but it was fun. Like it's cool, like you said, it's like being like a little kid, like yeah. at the jungle gym. Yeah, yeah, they were cool. They were, it was cool, cool to do. There was the fact that I didn't skip any obstacles. Uh, I did. I got to see a good friend of mine for like I hadn't seen in a while. It was it was a good good time. So anything like that to to build memories with people. Did you? You said you did it with your brother Mike. Like, did you do? The, it was just you and him again. No, no, no. Oh, I did this one of my buddies. Yeah. yeah. No, no. Then the bone frogs with a couple other buddies, but like, yeah. No, it's good. Um, I would definitely do it again. It definitely makes like the running sound. Like, I just, if they're picking up biking now, like 
<laughs> I, I'm not I, getting back into running is a struggle. Like the 5K felt good, but I'm gonna I'm gonna maybe this is like a segue to kind of wrap it up and kind of keep it keep it light and playful. I'm all for you cycling. I like I like you're a cool dude. I I, I love you to death. My guy. <laughs> Where's the but butt coming? Like here? this 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 talk about Quail's influence on you, my guy. Like Quail's dedicated cyclist. Oh yeah. Oh no. One hundred percent. And 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 I'm I I Quail's a nice guy. But the cyclist, I'm not a fan of. Like I, kinda, why he doesn't come across like be like, hey bro, that's what I'm you saying. Get a bike? You want to get a bike? That's that's the blurred fun line. Like Quails in his own world. I don't see him a lot. Like I, I like him, and I like you. I'm just saying, like uh, you're where you going with this? I, well, if I can finish, I'm just saying, like the, the the stigma of the cyclist, like it's just a funny comics thing to listen to like about like how they think they own the road they got this different persona like the the the, the unitards that they wear it i mean if you don't oh, know for the record i don't own any of that clothing bullshit I, yet I go, this is where i'm getting well it. so like we we went for a ride uh, a couple months ago um around youngstown it was pretty cool like you showed me all these like cool neighborhoods where like they have like where the old uh steel yard owners live where like, these beautiful old homes and, uh, but like we go, like I spent a lot of money on a bike, on a road bike. You finally did. Oh yeah. No, I got it back in, I've had it for, like for almost a year now. Um, sweet bike. I got a flat on it that I haven't fixed. And anyway, um, we go on this tour and we're just, we, it was like a 20 mile ride or something, nothing long. And excuse me. Um, like we, we would go, we're, in, we're, we're just, we're side by side riding and we go down some good hills, not pedaling, not anything. And we're about the same weight size and what all that fun stuff. And, but still like he just, he just powers right ahead of me. And it, and I'm like, dude, what, like, is it your bike versus my bike? He's like, nah, probably not. Like it's the clothes. Like it's just the amount of when, when, like I'm in a t-shirt and he's in that like spandex bullshit. So there's a reason why they wear that gay shit. I don't, oh, sorry. That was derogatory. Um, I, I don't know. Like maybe one it's just day. funny. It's just funny because it's like I, I, I'm all for it. I understand the technical tactical aspect. It's just funny. Like Quail seems like dedicated to it. I like, mean, that's his hobby. Like so that's, I'm, again, like I, I, I'm gonna like I'm gonna buy you Stay Curious fucking spandex and I'm gonna make you wear it. <laughs> like and you will wear it. <laughs> like I don't. Know. All right. Well, I, I reserve the right to say no at any time. No, no. <laughs> yeah. As long as you're wearing the green band, uh, you're employed. <laughs> It's not on, <laughs> but uh, I, I get it. I just, I'm just saying it's like you, it's like, I don't know. It's like if I went and bought like as a golfer, a casual golfer, it's like if I went out and bought $2,000 of like golf clubs, like bought the best set on the fucking market and hit pro V ones all the time. I'm just pissing money away. Cause I'm not that, that, no, that type I'm, of equipment doesn't help my game. My fundamentals, my swing, there's so many behind things, things that suck a bag of dicks. That like I it, it's like the equipment isn't going to in, make an impact. I appreciate that, but like so like uh, with the holidays and and all that fun stuff going on right now, I'm getting bombarded by all these bike emails, um, newsletters and shit. Like you know like twelve hundred dollars off here and like you know save like tons and tons yeah. tons of money on these bikes. And it's like God damn, I could I will totally buy a brand new mountain bike for a couple grand and destroy it because I suck at mountain biking. Like I. <laughs> like I was telling you, like I just a couple weeks ago used my face as a brake, and um, I love it. It's I, it's become one of my favorite hobbies. Okay, so maybe this is like for precision of language 
is I could look at Quail and say he's a cyclist because he does both. Like he's like he has multiple bikes. Yes. Are you going in that route? Because I've only I have seen multiple you on, bikes. I've only seen you on a street bike. He gave, and he you gave, talked about like mountain biking, like excursions. He gave me, of course, he gave me like his old mountain bike. Um, but that's like you're, when you say cycling, bicycling, like that's what you mean. You mean both. Like you're kind of like an enduro yeah. cyclist, if you will. Yeah, well, enduro doesn't they have like an endurance connotation, like long rides? I, I'm, I'm so I'm, I don't know what they're called. That like that. So like I never got into mountain bi- biking. Like, so like uh, two years ago. Whatever it was, um, yeah, whatever the pandemic was growing strong, whatever that August was, um, four of us went down to Moab, Utah, which if you've never been, is beautiful. It's right where Arches National Park is. And it's kind of like what I imagine Aspen was a couple before it became like the ski place. Now that, that I think that's where Moab's going. Anyway, there's this trail there called the Whole Enchilada, which is world renowned. It's just like a phenomenal, phenomenal ride where you go up over this mountain pass and then you can ride it all the way down into town. And uh, it was me, Quail, Watts, and Nate going to go on this ride. And, uh, we just, I can't, I can't remember how it, it, it came, it came about, but a couple months before, Quail gave me this mount, he gave me his old mountain bike. We did, I did two rides on this fucking bike and then we go to, <laughs> we go to Utah and I didn't know until we arrived that, um, mountain bikes trails are rated on the same scale as ski trails. So there's green circle, blue square, black diamond. This is a double black diamond. And, <laughs> and uh, so for our first, our first day we get, we, we all rent these like baller mountain uh. bikes. And, uh, the first day we go, we go to this trail in this, in the dunes. I can't remember what it's called, but it's like, you just go up over and it's this, it's this red rock. That's awesome. It's like, it, you're, you're just rubber tires just adhere to it. It's beautiful. It's like, it, it's, it is, it's the reason why it's the, excuse me, it's the Mecca for, for mountain biking. And, uh, but then you go up off these, these, these rocky dunes, um, into sand pits and you immediately stop. And of course, this is my third time as a grown adult on a mountain bike. I eat shit. I still have a big scar on, on my one shin. Um, what I didn't know is when you're going downhill, you get your, you get your center. I should know this. You get your center of gravity low and you do that by getting, uh, putting your butt like behind the seat or below the seat, just above the rear tire. And they have these dropper posts where like your seat will drop so that you can easily get that out of the way and you're not going dick forward right into your, your bike seat. Anyway, I had this big crash and, uh, like, so I just stay, I just, um, uh, stay on the practice loop while the guys go do the actual trail. The next day we do this whole enchilada and like, I'm off the bike constantly. I'm walking it because like everything is fucking terrifying. Like going straight down these mountains, uh, within, with like a hairpin turn. Like I have no idea how the guys, these guys do it. Yeah. This is my fourth time on the, on the fucking mountain bike. I eventually gave up half at the halfway point called Porcupine Ridge where you get this incredible view, uh, on this. You're on like the Grand Canyon kind of a thing where it just like just drops right off, but you get this beautiful view of, of all the, the valley below you. And, um, I was going down this big ass steep drop and I've, I've wrecked, I don't know how many times at this point. Oh, well, at one point, at one point we thought I was doing like 25 miles an hour when I crashed, uh, because like, 
like the poor guy, like they, like credit to my friends, like they'd wait for me. And like, this is like taking an infant on an, on a, on a marathon. Like the kid's not going to stay with you. Yeah. Uh, so like they're, they're going ahead and then waiting for me to catch up and then going ahead and then waiting for me to catch up. And eventually we get to the bottom of this track. They're like, just keep going. When I, when I finally got to them and it turns into this like four wheeling track. So it's like just hard pan kind of shit. And so I'm just, flying down this this four by four road Terri- and are you terrified at this point I, i'm just holding on for like like so you were like, numb or you were you were you scared shitless uh, both <laughs> <laughs> yes <laughs> and, <laughs> and so um uh, love uh the road like the road turns so i try and go turn worth it and and it, this is i still have this problem to this day like that's why i have the big scar here this is why like i, I wipe out all the time my back wheel just washes out and, and I go down and we think I was doing about 25 miles an hour and just like bloody smeared myself across this rock. And of course, like my first reaction is get out of the way. Cause the guys are coming right behind me. And I don't have, I don't have no idea how, like are they, they might be right behind me and they might not even be near me. I don't know. I've just been bombing this trail and I'm just trying to get, just keep going while I can. And, um, so pick myself up. We can keep, we keep going for however farther and we get to this porcupine ridge area and I, I, I drop off this like 10 foot like rock slab and it, it ends in a, like a sand pit. As soon as my front tire hits it, uh, it digs in and stops all my momentum on the bike, but my body keeps flying. And I, in one of those slow motion moments of your life where everything is, is happening in molasses, I see my, I stick my hand out to arrest my fall and it goes right into a fucking port, um, cactus patch fuck uh, yeah so i pull my hand out and it looks like sonic the hedgehog just fucked it it's just it's quills all through oh and i'm my. like i'm done i can't I, I and luckily i had like my. i had a i had like a my my dad's boating gloves so so they're fingerless wait 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 what what are Boating gloves. <laughs> when he when he used to like on, like their leather gloves with like the fingers chopped off that he would use like, like on the lifting gloves like that. They were style. like 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 that, but they're made out of like leather, so like the the ropes and shit wouldn't yeah, cut your palms. <laughs> yeah, like Al who could tell you what the fuck they are. <laughs> and uh, yeah, but and so like and so that's how unprepared I am. I have my old man's fucking boating gloves. Like, Let's go on a bike ride, guys. Yeah, that's uh, awesome though, because I I think I actually connected with you like a couple days or. Uh, after your return because your leg was fresh. Yeah, and, I still and, have, um. And you, you showed me, you showed me some road rash. Yeah, I still got a big, uh, chunk out of my left hip. So, so, so that's, a, that's a mountain bike thing. So you are going like, you like, you do, you're just a, what is the term? Cause when I hear cyclist. Oh, I don't, I can tell you how to define that. So like, you're, you're, you're all, like, you're, you're, you're an equal biker. So like equal opportunity bike. Yeah. Like that's all scar tissue from, um, earlier this season. I, to, I told you I want to get one for here, dude. I mean, it's Cleveland's beautiful here for the summer, but like, I yeah. can't like the type of bike I want, like the style of bike that I want. I've narrowed it down to like two, maybe three. A road bike or I just there's styles depending on. Oh, I know. Like that would like I, I, after the we one, wrap this up, I'll share you. I'll show you like what I'm looking at. But like I don't want to spend that money for it because I don't have anywhere to store it. Number one. Oh, do you, well, your apartment's bigger than mine. By a but I don't also don't want to store it like in Cleveland. Like it, it, I just don't feel comfortable. Like I I I don't like leaving it. I like I don't know. It's like do I get a shitty bike that's just easy like replaceable? Because the bikes I'm looking at, it's like. 
like I don't want to leave it overnight or like leave it out and be like, oh, someone slashed my fucking tire. Like, oh yeah, no fuck no. Like the the, the amount of money I spent, I'm not leaving one outdoors anywhere. Uh, yeah, no, like I bought uh, it's a it's a road endurance road bike, but where Quail steered me in the direction of getting extra wide uh, forks for the bike, so I can put fat tires on it. So yeah. I can I can do a gravel ride. So I that's what I really want to do. I'm excited to do some gravel races next summer. Yeah. Well, after we wrap this up, I'll show you some of the bikes that I want to get because, like, I mean, you've biked all over. But I like after I've looked because you were like inspired me. I was like, oh shit, I could go ride up with him. You're like, you told me to get me Dude, one. Dude, the towpath is so beautiful. But no, I, but I I I skateboard it. It's I like the skateboarding aspect, but the bike skateboarding is easier for me because oh, I don't fuck want that. There's nothing easy about a skateboard. <laughs> well, but like the bike aspect, like I like I said, I, I'll show you. Like, there's some cool bikes. Like, I actually want to get one. I've seen one. I've seen him like gotten set, sat on them and I, I want one. I'm thinking maybe that like once, especially once this bridge opens up, it'll be easier. This has been fucking shut for a year, bro. I know as well. That's what they said when they shut it down. Like it, it, it's, it was supposed to be open already. Oh, I just remember they said it was going to be shut for at least a year when they were working on it. And I can't remember when they closed it. I mean, that, that completely uh, January cuts one. Oh, okay. I mean, that completely cuts off your access to the East bank. <laughs> Yeah. You get to go up Columbus Hill and then back down again. <laughs> well, I guess there's this like development is coming like the, what is the Irish bend? Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Like, if the fucking dickheads that own town hall ever, uh, that Bobby Brown, Bobby, but Bobby George, Bobby Brown, Bobby George. That's uh the album. My first hip hop yeah, album yeah. CD, but, uh, no, that other guy. Yeah. Uh, imminent domain. Are they doing, are they playing that card? I, I guess he won it. I guess it's in his favor, I guess. It, like, it's gone that process judicially. That piece of shit. I, I don't know. I don't know. He's fucked Cleveland on that one. <laughs> I don't know. I really don't know. I know that that's a, like a chess piece of what they want to do here because all those on the opposite side of my restaurant, they're building, like, apartments now. And then inside the building, apparently, they're going to put apartments, like, up above where my restaurant is. Hmm. There's, like, two floors that are, like, 1200 square feet that they're going to turn into apartments because it used to be a uh, cement plant and then it was like a newspaper plant or some shit and so it's all upstairs like it's just like vaulted ceilings just like that'd be so cool dude it's dope as fuck up there like they needed i was they i want to buy something like that like that's where i want to have a house that'd be a cool place to post up yeah but i don't know how you would afford it or, or whatever like I don't know. There's so many cool, like, shitty little buildings down here that I would love to... Dude, like, right across here. Like, look how creepy that is. Like, I would like to keep it... Oh, the, like, green, the green solo? Like, all of it. Like, I would love to keep it like this. Open it up a little bit more, like, so you can have some natural light in there. Or maybe have, like, what's that called? Where the light comes in through the ceiling. Skylight? And, like, and, like reflects everywhere. So it's like, every light, everything is vertical, but you have mirrors set up. So whatever you need to do, but oh, keep like it... Oh, like in, uh... Like old Egyptian tombs. Yeah, like, like in, in the, the pyramids or whatever. Yeah. Like get the yeah. Egyptians back online. But that would be cool to live over there and like as is. Have it be like monitored and cleaned up or whatever. But like inside it's all fucking modern and like yeah, simple as fuck. That's what I'm like. I'm digging about my current situation is where I'm just in the back of this industrial area by myself. I don't have to hear anyone. I can play my shit as loud as I fucking want. I don't have yeah. to deal with anyone's bullshit. Yeah. I, it's my ideal situation. That's what I would, I just want privacy. That's a big one nowadays. That's definitely a big one. 
But then, but, but all they're doing is building like where um, my elementary school used to be. They bulldozed it and put it in a residential uh, development, and you know these big, big fucking three, four bedroom houses right on top of each other. There's like, you know, ten feet of separation between the houses, if that. Interesting. So, we'll throw this out there right now, and then use this as a as a TB TBD or what's it to be continued TBC to be continued for Swanson's episode in in a, in a week. Here's a, here's a, here's a pitching point. Here's a question to leave, and then come back with when you come back. And this is where we start off. And okay. Then, so you went to the King Bear Foundation's golf outing, King Memorial. Yeah, King Bear Memorial. I'm sorry, sorry, sorry. Part of that was like what we talked about was the nonprofit. Like that was formed, like King Bear Foundation. I talked to Ellen. There's all the the, the stuff there that's with what the golf event did and what my brother wanted to do. So my question to you is if it stays like as a nonprofit, would you want to be legitimately involved as a board member? Oh, oh God! What would be the responsibilities? Why, spell- why is this a question to end this conversation? Because it's on? like you know the like the depth of I don't what know. I'm asking, uh, but you're going to get educated. We'll talk offline. You know, like the the emotional component, like like you know the core values here besides like the personal component. So like you're 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 a guy that's in a good position, and it's like an, I have uh, no responsibilities. Well, uh, well, we'll we'll tell you. But again, to wrap it up, food for thought next time. Interesting. Right. It would be a nice feather to put in the camp. I don't know. I think, all right, let's talk about this. All right. I feel yeah. like I'm I mean, a little, I feel a little blindsided right by well, this that's question. Well, that's what I'm saying. It'll ask me this. So now, now after we wrap it up, you get to ask your questions, marinate on it for the week, and then when you come back, now it's not just mush mouth after. Oh, is that part of the, is that we're, part we're, of We're going on an hour. Oh, okay. Yeah, and I think my friend lands in tw- 10 minutes. Or do you need to go? Yeah, I'm supposed to go to the airport right now. Oh, all right. Let's get the <laughs> Chris Watson, I love you, man. Safe travels. Thank you for being on the podcast. Hennessy, Hennessy, Hennessy. No, Hennessy's. Hennessy's. God, I don't even know her fucking name. (laughs) I thought you said Hennessy. I was like, what? No, Hennessy's. All right, my guy. Safe travels. Love you. Love you.